Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. This is Live Mike, Live Mike. Keep with Lee Lonsberry from Utah's Capitol Hill to your schools, Texas, and all the breaking news. Hear it on Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry on KSL News Radio. Hey, welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. This is episode nine. We've made it now nine episodes into this new program, and I remain grateful to you, the listener. I remain grateful to KSL, the radio station, for giving me the opportunity to come sit behind this microphone. After so many years working uh, for talk show hosts myself as a producer, if you remember some years ago, I was uh, formerly employed here. I worked for Doug Wright. He and I did all kinds of uh, fun work together. Before that, I was a producer uh, for my dad, Bob. He and I uh, as well did a bunch of great work together. I always thought what it might be like to be a talk show host like them, like those two great men. And well, now I'm finding out. And the answer is it's pretty stressful. Uh, and so I will call upon, again, your help in making sure that we put together the best program we can each day. I'll ask you to send me notes from time to time. The best way to do that is via the Utah Community Credit Union text line. It's 57500 is the number. 57500 is the number. I have uh, the text right here in front of me. Uh, so as soon as you send something over this way, I'll, I'll see it. And if you have something uh, witty to say, maybe I'll read it over uh, the airwaves. 57500 is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. I told you in the last segment that we were going to be talking about Space Force. Now, Space Force, I, I, you may be chuckling already. You may hear Space Force and you think that that's a project in vanity by the President of the United States, Donald Trump. And you may be right. And if you were to listen to the leaders in their statements right now, the military leaders in their letters they're sending around to members of the Air Force who will be uh, maybe repositioned into this space force, this new branch of the military, uh, you'd hear nothing but support and positivity. There are some folks who thought it was uh, unnecessary as the Air Force uh, uh, had a space command itself, but... Um, we're learning now uh, that uh, this Space Force is becoming all the more real. I want to start by reading you a letter. It's signed uh, by Barbara Barrett, Secretary of the Air Force, and uh, U.S. Air Force Chief of Staff, General David Goldfein, and uh, U.S. Space Force Chief of Space Operations, General John W. Raymond. The letter is uh, dated last week, and it is sent to the men and women of the United States Air Force and United States Space Force. I'm only getting my hands on this letter now that a Space Force website has been launched and is live. We're going to walk through the website together in a second. But let me read you first uh, this letter as uh, it was written to the men and women of the United States Air Force and the U.S. 
uh, Space Force, again, signed by the top leadership of the Air Force. Department of the Air Force, Washington, D.C., today. The president signed the National Defense Authorization Act. Let me stop uh, real quick and explain something. National Defense Authorization Act essentially is the first step in the funding of the Department of Defense. If you are a member of the military and you draw a paycheck, if you fire a rifle, if you fly an aircraft, if you work in a building, if you wear the uniform, all of that is funded through the National Defense Authorization Act. It has a long history of bipartisan support and being passed each year, and it has only been recently that uh, partisanship has uh, been introduced into the authorization uh, process in earnest uh, when it comes to defense. Uh, But we, we have... The act passed, and uh, in that act, as it passed uh, the House and then the Senate and ultimately signed by the President, uh, we have this now, uh, the Space Force. So that, uh, sorry for the tangent, one line into this letter, uh, but I want you to understand the National Defense Authorization Act. It's a piece of legislation. It's introduced uh, like any other bill and makes its way through the process of general order, they call that. That's debate and then voting and moving on uh, either to the House or the Senate, depending on where it originated. In this case, because it's spending, it's going to originate in the House, make its way to the Senate. Uh, then ultimately, if passed in both chambers, onto the president's desk. That has happened. The Defense Authorization Act 2019 has happened. And this letter reads, Today, the president signed the National Defense Authorization Act and with the bipartisan support of Congress, established a sixth branch of the armed services, the United States Space Force. The U.S. Space Force, an independent service singularly focused on protecting our interests and security in space, launches the nation into a new era. Combined with the stand-up of U.S. Space Command in August 2019, our nation is now well-postured to preserve and protect space. Our nation is now well-postured to preserve and protect space. I... How does space need to be preserved? I don't know. Uh, Next paragraph, it says, Forging a new service is an historic opportunity to deliver world-class capabilities to the American people. As of today, the law redesignates Air Force Space Command as the U.S. Space Force. Space professionals will soon have the opportunity to permanently transfer into the new service, while U.S. Air Force airmen will continue to support the space mission. More information is available, and they give this website for the newly uh, newly christened website, which I have open in front of us, and we'll walk through it here in a second. More information is available at spaceforce.mil. Together with our joint teammates and our spacefaring allies and partners, we will establish a service that meets the highest standards of excellence, built on a foundation of integrity and service. We are proud to serve with you. Again, that's signed by Barbara Barrett, Secretary of the Air Force, David Goldfein, General uh, uh, in the U.S. Air Force. He's the Chief of Staff of the Air Force. And General John Raymond, Chief of Space Operations within the United States Space Force. Fascinating. Fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. I, If you had asked me a few years ago what I thought of Space Force, I would have made a joke about what the uniforms might look like. I still do speculate as to what they might look like, and I'm anxious to see the partnerships between maybe some designers like Kanye West or or someone uh, putting together... 
a uniform for the Space Force folks. Uh, but but in, in all seriousness, this, as the letter states, is being brought about in an effort to maintain a good posture to preserve and protect space. There are folks much, much smarter than me, much more experienced than me, who are behind this, who are standing behind this, and who are applauding this and saying that it is, in fact, necessary and that it may just be a bit more than a silly pipe dream uh, uh, of the president's. That may be the case. Uh, whatever the case, I do have uh, confidence in the military men and women who will be transitioning into this new uh, branch of the armed services. You may have wondered, as uh, <clears throat> as I was reading that letter, what that means for uh, the service academies. We have, of course, uh, West Point for the Army. We have Annapolis, uh, the Air Force Academy. Will Space Force get its own academy? Not likely. Uh, that is not in the in the works right now. Uh, but what what is in the works right now is a recruiting effort. Uh, you can go on to, as I said earlier, to this spaceforce.mil. It's uh, if I'm honest, a pretty simple looking uh, website. It has um, some links to uh, news articles about uh, Space Force. It talks about the leadership. There are some photos there. And, of course, as you uh, would suspect, the background is uh, the starry, the starry, starry night. Uh, let's see. Frequently asked questions uh, about Space Force. What is the Space Force? Uh, it says the Space Force is a new branch of the armed services established December 20, 2019. With enactment of the fiscal year 2020 NDAA uh, stood up over the next uh, 18 months. What's the mission of the Space Force? It's a military service that organizes, trains, and equips space forces in order to protect U.S. and allied interests in space and to provide space capabilities to the joint force. USSF. Uh, what's the Utah Shooting Sports Council, that's it. Uh, okay, sorry, I thought we were going to be sharing an acronym. USSF, United States Space Force responsibilities will include developing military space professionals, acquiring military space systems, maturing the military doctrine for space power, and organizing space forces to present to our combatant commands. I, over the weekend, was watching one of the old James Bond movies, and Blofeld gets himself a laser up into space. Uh, I'm not sure if that's the type of work we're going to be doing up there, uh, but I am fascinated to see it take place. I, you know, we're celebrating anniversaries uh, all the time of uh, America's foray into space, the landing on the moon now 50 years into the past. I am excited. That was all before I was before I was born, before I was around, but I have, uh, you know, through transcripts and books and biographies and videos, I have become uh, at least somewhat up to speed on the excitement that was uh, the, the the space race and the intensity uh, behind those that were looking to move it forward and to advance uh, the, the foray into space in our great adventure to the moon. And I would like to follow that adventure. I'd like to be excited about that exploration to Mars. Uh, we've sent a, a number of rovers up there, and I uh, believe and look forward to the day where we see uh, a man, an American man or woman, step foot on the surface of Mars. And if that comes uh, or is uh, accelerated due to the existence of a United States Space Force, uh, that's 
wonderful. I think defense is important to this nation as well as exploration and innovation. And I think that this is uh, something that may just marry the two. Or I could be off. I could be off and totally. Maybe maybe it was just a big old exercise in vanity and Donald Trump would like his legacy to include the creation of a new branch of military. I'd like to hear what you have to think. We'll go back through some of these text messages later on in the program as we collect them. I still am waiting to hear uh, some of the areas or some of the events we might be able to participate in together on New Year's Day. Uh, maybe a foot race or something. We talked about one of them. I'd still like to hear from you if you know of others I have yet to mention today. 57500 is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Send me some info on those events for New Year's Day. And uh, right now, please, I'd like to hear what you think about this Space Force thing. Very basically, thumbs up, thumbs down, or if you have some more profound thoughts you'd like to share. Next up, we're going to talk about predictions made about the year 2020. Over the past 100 years or so, folks have been looking forward to this year. They've made predictions about this year. We're going to look at some of those and see if they came right uh, or, or were proven to be uh, off the mark. This is Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and you're listening to KSL News Radio.